This episode brought to you by Own the Gray Podcast. Discover how others age with attitude at ownthegray.ca. The best conversations happen when we're having lunch with our friends, especially when one is a healer. Pull up a chair and join us to expand your knowledge and open your mind. One of the common themes I have found throughout my life, and that's probably got me into many of the positions that I didn't want to be, people will ask me to do something or ask my opinion or mostly ask me to do something. And in the way that they ask me, whether it's children, parents, friends, co-workers, if I say no, I feel guilty. But inside my heart and in my head, I know that saying yes is not a good choice. It's not a good choice for me. Maybe a great choice for them, but it's not a good choice for me. And the way somebody will ask you a question, well, couldn't you just, or wouldn't you mind? As soon as they say those words, I automatically break my defenses down and I start, I go in a direction that I don't necessarily want to go in. So the question is how to start saying no when it's better for you and not better for the other person. And then on top of it, not to feel guilty. I have had issues with that my entire life as well. And I would almost uh, categorize it into being until very recently, a people pleaser my entire life and pretty well never saying no. Um, So I didn't even feel the guilt about saying no because I always said yes. To the point of at work being taken advantage of by my staff. I think I mentioned that in in another podcast. Um, By my uh, partner for years, my present partner, actually. And uh, which led to feelings of uh, being taken advantage of again and just terrible feelings, actually. Um, So... The only people now that I feel in my life I have great difficulty saying no to are my children. They're the only people. And um, I am learning now that it's just as important to receive as it is to give. And that's, I'm working on that. That's a work in progress. And it's, it's actually not easy if you're a people pleaser because that. Uh, involves self-esteem, self-worth. Are you deserving of receiving? But I'm working on that and it's helping. It's helping me greatly. But I, I'm really trying not to feel guilt in my life anymore. Uh, it's an energy that's a negative toxic energy and it doesn't do any good for your body. So I'm trying to eliminate guilt. I really am. Uh, and it's not easy. It's a struggle at times. But uh, it feels good to say no. Yeah. I find as part of this is that I think people recognize that in us and will ask favors and questions that they may not ask of other people because they know that we are the ones who are going to say yes and get it done and because we always get it done and we always do it. And then as soon as I say, no, I don't want to do that, or I did, but then I automatically feel guilty. How am I hurting them? Oh, I'm letting them down. Oh, what are they going to do? You know, as if I can solve all the problems that they have. 
So it's, it's, it's definitely something with inside of me, this guilt, but I think people see it inside of me and ask me more than they would ask other people. So I have a question. Is it possible that these people are not actually trying to make you feel guilty? And I know there's different circumstances where sometimes they are, but perhaps it is just your perception that you think they are trying to make you feel guilty. It's a belief. It's a self-fulfilling belief that you believe yourself that you should feel guilty. What do you think about that? Uh, Let me just say something briefly. Um, Thinking of one person right now, I would say that they, there's many techniques other people use on you. Uh, a big one is being passive aggressive. And it's uh, very dangerous because they do it in such a way that it's very manipulative. And before you know it, you've said yes to something. Um, you know, they play with you. They play with your mind. So you don't even have the opportunity to even think about saying no, because they've manipulated it in such a way. But in doing so repeatedly, uh, if you're at the point where you want to stop uh, allowing yourself to be manipulated, there's such anger that builds up within you. It's None of it is healthy. My thoughts to that, Deborah, is yes, I, I agree that it's my, I feel anger, but kind of going back to the point that I said before, I mean, I, I feel guilt. I think that the people that do it to you over and over again, whether whatever the situation you're in, it's generally people who know you know that I, for some reason, attach guilt to saying no. And that even when you do say no, they'll often come back with a secondary request in a way that triggers my guilt feeling, because whether they know it or not, that is what I feel, and they can recognize it subconsciously to re-ask me to do something. So, you know, most times, of you know, if I were to say to somebody, I'm at your house, oh, will you please make me a fried egg sandwich? And you will say, no, I won't. So then the choice would be that I would have to go off and do it myself. But if you, if I say, uh, you know, will you make me a fried egg sandwich? And you say, no, I go, but, oh, you know... I really want it and I'm not feeling great. I don't know your kitchen. Knowing that if I continue on that path, eventually I'm going to break you down. That's where I think the guilt part is naturally inside us and other people could recognize it. So I I think it's, that's what I'm talking about, building up the defense or the strength to fight my own choice to feel guilty. So the topic really here is, are you feeling powerful or powerless? And so this is a disempowered state that you find yourself in. And one thing that I say to my clients all the time, and it doesn't come across as a nice, soft and and fuzzy uh, kind of statement, but guilt is a choice. I agree. What I would, you know, and obviously we can't go into all of this now is that I see people who say no and yes and do what they want in life and feel zero guilt. I need to find out why I I feel this guilt, but more than why, because I mean, I'm already 62. I need to get on with things, how just to stop it. 
just just to take control of it. I'll worry about why it's all there later on. But to and I and I am getting better at it. But still, to take control of it so that I don't want because you know I find with uh, saying yes when you don't want to or no, whatever the particular question is, doing something that you don't want to do because the other person makes you feel guilty um, makes me angry. So anger is the result of the decisions that I make. And I have been really consciously trying to eliminate anger in my life. And that's one of the chief associations I've seen, saying yes or no to something that I, I don't subconsciously, consciously, consciously agree with. So finding mechanisms to deal with that, that's where I'm at. And so you're talking about anger. Anger is not an emotion that we need to avoid. It's an emotion just like any other emotion. Anger can be the vehicle for change. And so often we don't make the change until we've gotten really angry. And usually an outburst is the the catalyst for the change. But we don't have to get to that point either. We just need to harness that anger. So that anger is usually directed at yourself. You're angry at yourself for having done that again. And so really the key here and how to get over that is an awareness. And so next time it happens to you, instead of getting angry, maybe think to yourself, oh, there's that again that same feeling, that same situation. And it isn't something that I want to choose for myself. And guilt is a choice. And perhaps this time around, I'm going to not feel guilty. That's my choice to not feel guilty. There's another aspect to what you're talking about. And that is the fact that we teach people how to treat us. And so it is never too late to teach a new trick. And so if you were the person, the go-to person that would always make the fried egg sandwich, and you've decided through your observation that that isn't something that you want to do anymore, not just the sandwich, but be manipulated that way, you can take it upon yourself to teach them how you want them to treat you. And now it becomes in your power. Rather than feeling powerless, you can take back your power and say, no, this is not acceptable anymore. Yeah, I agree. And, and I agree with you. And, and when I've been conscious of doing it recently, I, I see that that is what I'm doing. Okay, now I don't like how this is making me feel. But it's still, and it's going to have to be, as I said, it's go, like it's not going to be overnight. It's going to be something I'm going to have to do daily, daily, like actually be conscious of it daily to, to try to break a habit that's been around pretty much my whole life. When I think of all of the times I've done it, um, and I'll give you one more example. Uh, I had a best friend that we met when we were eight years old. And we were best friends. I mean, like day in, day out in our lives together. You know, go ahead a number of years, say 40 years, we were friends. But over those years, we used to have arguments or fights where we didn't talk for a period of time. And 90% of the time was because I didn't do something she wanted me to do. So what I realized in our relationship 
how unhealthy it was that the reason we got along so well all this time is that she's a control person and wants everything her way. And I was perfectly willing to go along with it in order to maintain this friendship. Although in reality, it was detrimental to myself because as soon as I said no to her, I felt guilty. But 10 years later, I started saying no. And I, I just, no, I don't want to do that. No, we, we got to compromise. No, no, no. And over those years, our friendship has just fallen away. We don't talk anymore. And it, because if I'm not acquiescing all the time, I don't have a friend. So did I ever really have a friend? That's wow, yeah. one, one of the things I have found through looking at this guilt of saying no and how it has directly affected me. And, and that's one of the reasons I'm going down this is because, yeah, you know what? Yes, do I miss her? But I don't want to always be the yes person and the yeah, I'll do it person. I want somebody there on my side some of the time, 50-50. But there was never 50-50. So it's definitely a lifelong pattern of mine. And I, and, uh, and I would recommend to anybody who feels that way, that when they say yes to something that they feel guilty about, stop and do like you were saying, think about it. Why am I feeling guilty about expressing my needs? And if you are, take this time in your life to work on it because you'll feel freer down the road. I feel that as time goes on for me, because I'm a yes person that I'm working on if I'm going to offer my services, if someone is asking me to do something, then I have to be doing it from a place of goodness. Because the moment that I'm giving something of myself that I'm not comfortable with, I'm just creating this anger, which is negativity inside me. And it eats away. And before you know it, I'm, I'm sharing it with everyone else. I'm making everybody miserable around me. And I'm learning that I have to say no. And that's just going to be the way it is in certain situations. Some situations you can't. Yesterday on my way home, I'm exhausted. And I had a situation with my mother who said, are you taking me to the doctor tomorrow? I need to go to the lab blah, blah, blah. I said, mom, she said, I need to go for 11 o'clock. I said, I have a podcast in the morning. Oh, well, that's more important than me. The whole Mm. guilt trip. I was so hurt because you're putting this on me. I never committed to 11 o'clock today. I told you I wasn't available till one. You're telling me you have to fast. And, you know, I said, can I just call you later? Because I I just, I couldn't talk anymore. And it wrecked my dinner. It wrecked my, my, my time, you know, alone for, for a half hour, you know, when I, when I got home that I was on edge. Oh, I should have said yes. And, 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 and the, the feedback from her was fine. Your friends are more important than me. And I don't want you to bring me dinner tonight. What, what a terrible way of letting anyone, may it be a friend, may it be a mother, may it be your husband, your, your, your children. This is not something that I think any of us have to feel obligated, no matter who it is in our life. And we have to put our foot down. And I did after dinner, after not enjoying my dinner, because I was so upset, feeling so guilty that 
this is my mother. But at the end of the day, if, if, if it's not something I want to do, then it's something I, and I can't do it today. And it's not urgent. It can wait for another day. And we have to think about ourselves. Because if you're not thinking about yourself, you're just creating negativity around you, which is not healthy either. Anger is not, is not good for us. So we're not coming from a good place. And I always like to be able to come from a good place. I have learned if you're going to give, give from your heart, not because you just want to do it to make somebody else happy and be a people's pleaser. I think uh, it's really difficult when it's your children or a parent. I don't have a parent. But that those, I think, are the most difficult people to say no to. There's many interesting dynamics that go on there. That's a tough one. But I think also a good way to start the actual test of, of healing yourself from this is to deal with the people closest to you. And as uh, Deborah was saying, is set up a dynamic for yourself to say no, to wait for the reaction, and then then to stop yourself from automatically jumping down the road of, okay, fine, I'll do it. But then to train the people around you to treat you in a different way. You're, you're absolutely right, Deborah. That's what it is, is it's not only training ourselves, it's retraining everybody that I need, I need the same amount of respect that I give you. You've got to give it back to me and pushing me down the, to, to, Pushing me down until I say yes isn't helping any one of us because I'm going to be resentful and somehow it's going to come back up again. Mm -hmm. So we have to, I'm going to, I'm working on it with my children and, and it's gotten better. My parents are 91, you know, they don't really ask a lot anyway, but there's no retraining them at 91. But mostly it's, like I said, it's friends, it's, you know, my partner, it's, you know, people close to me and, um, and, it feels better the little bit I'm doing it, but I slide back down really quickly. <laughs> That's okay. But you have to have the self-compassion to say, you know what? Um, I did it again, but the, the, you're conscious. You've moved ahead because you're conscious. My God, I did it. Whereas before you just did it without even thinking about it. But now it's like a step one you know, in a program, it's like the first step is to realize, acknowledge, be conscious of the action and the feelings, most importantly, the feelings that it induces, and then say, you know what, okay, there's going to be another time for sure. There'll be um, endless times and I get to try it again. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it seems that we all, except for maybe not Deborah, suffer mm -hmm. a bit from this, which is okay because, uh, we haven't totally gone through the uh, the self-healing aspects of our life, which, Deborah, you've taken time to do, obviously, make healing your life. So we can see that it's a really beneficial thing to allow yourself to heal, consciously be aware of it, and then try to heal that aspect that's actually hurting your soul. And it's basically taking back our life. We are in control of our life. We're in control of the destiny. And if we are in a situation where we don't want to feel something, then we are the one that can control that. And so you can either accept it and just keep the same story going, but realize that you've chosen that too. 
you're still empowered because you've made the choice to continue to be manipulated. So once you are aware, you can't become unaware. Once you are aware of what's going on, then you're making conscious choices. So you could choose to make that fried egg sandwich, know that you chose it. Then you don't have to feel so disempowered about the situation. So it really doesn't matter what you choose, just be conscious of your choice. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, give us a five-star review and share it with your friends. And join us next time for Lunch with a Healer. Now you can share your thoughts with us. Your comments, questions, and suggestions are all welcome. Go to speakpipe.com slash lunchwithahealer and record your message. Try it out today. Today.